the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Jake Sherman joins me now, punchbowlnews.com. He showed a couple of the ads that came up last night, Jake. You, you ran the J.D. Vance ad. And J.D.'s response was, yeah, they should call it the Club for Chinese Growth. And, uh, I mean, it's very interesting. This Ohio Senate race is probably going to be a $300 million primary race, Jake Sherman. Yeah, and I, I don't – I know you're friendly with Tim Ryan. I don't know – I don't get – I don't have any idea whether you think a Democrat could win. Obviously, Ohio is trending quite red in recent years. But – that's a good way of deflecting the fact that J.D. Vance was, anti, was against Trump. Not that there's anything wrong or good or bad about it, but the fact is he was against Trump. Um, and we're doing something new, Hugh, and I think it's actually kind of beneficial for our core readership in D.C., which is we're running a lot of these ads that are on TV across the country, along with Ad Impact, which tracks ads. It's a great service that we are, we are uh, a member of. And I think it's actually really interesting to see how these races are playing out, because otherwise you get ads that – the campaign send you that they want to see, but they don't always send you the ads that they're trying to do kind of under the radar or they don't want the national media to know about. So I think this is like a really interesting feature that we're starting. I also think we're going to see more of what happened last night, which is Republican candidates uh, arranging or accepting invitations from center right commentators like me and, and, and conservative public policy groups like the Center for Christian Virtue with 1,500 people who bought tickets to be in the Genoa Church in Columbus, and we went for two and a half hours, Jake. People, that, that's, that's a demand signal. That's a demand signal for increased coverage. It's probably why Punchbowl News is doing so well, and people want the morning report. I also think we see it in Virginia, where, as you note this morning, President Biden will be going tomorrow. And I think what is going to be a losing effort to try and resurrect Terry McAuliffe, I think he is sinking. I don't think President Obama helped him. I think Glenn Youngkin's bus was out there over the weekend. I followed it closely. Uh, The latest poll from uh, Mary Washington University has Youngkin up four. How do you see the race unfolding in Virginia? Uh, You know, I don't have a good sense. Listen, here's what I keep going back to. If Biden won by 10 and, and McAuliffe loses, Democrats are in big, big, big trouble, I mean, just epically big trouble, because, I, you know, I thought and I think you and I have talked about this before. I thought Virginia had realigned. I really did. I thought, you know, Democrats have won it in the last several presidential contests, contests. Both senators are Democrats. Uh, Northern Virginia has become a blue bastion uh, anchored by uh, Arlington and Alexandria and your neck of the woods, you. But I, I just don't I don't. I'll be shocked if, if, if McCulloch loses, but and it will be. I will say this though: it will be a massive warning signal for Democrats. They will take it. They've told me uh, about the the nearly two trillion dollar reconciliation bill that they're trying to get through Congress right now. Yeah, people need to separate noise from signal, and a McCulloch loss would be a huge signal of a of a because Virginia has realigned. It's like Massachusetts now. 
But Massachusetts often elects Republican governors, whether it's Charlie Baker or Mitt Romney. You go back to the old days and and they do that. uh, Bill Weld, because they need a Republican to come in and order the state's finances. And Glenn Young, in this case, the education system, if people want to follow these these state races, get Punchbowl News. Just go over there and subscribe. Now I want to move to your in-depth coverage of reconciliation this morning, Jake. And I appreciate it because this is complicated and people need to know. There's going to be a wealth tax. The Wall Street Journal lead story this morning is on the wealth tax. It's going to come out of Ron Wyden's committee. And it, it's a, a it, its constitutionality will be suspect because it's I don't think it's an income tax. It's a wealth tax. And the question is, is there authority for a wealth tax in the Constitution? But explain to people how we got here, because this it'll be a billionaire's tax. And I'm not I'm actually not against it. I just need it to be fairly administered. Yeah, it's interesting. Most Republicans are not against it. And that's why you're not going to hear Republicans discuss um, the tax element. So let's talk about this tax for a second. So what it will do is it will tax people. We don't know the rate. We don't know much of anything on people who make $100 billion, $100 million a year, more than three years in a row. Uh, it will tax uh, existing gains. There will be a one-time existing gains tax, I believe. Here's the problem with this. You, you just alluded to this. It is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly complex, and you're asking – uh, the tax writing committees, the Ways and Means Committee in the House is against this. They don't like this. They did not include this in their bill. But Kirsten Cinema is unwilling to raise taxes on anybody. She voted against the Trump tax cut, uh, interestingly enough, but is now um, voting, is, is holding up kind of uh, increased uh, corporate tax and, and marginal top rate. So the question now becomes, um, here, here's what's really interesting to me, Hugh. Democrats have been running on having rich people pay their fair share for a long time, and now they're not doing that. <laughs> if you're rich, if you're what, what John Bresnan and I called this morning nearly rich or normally filthy rich, you get off fine in this bill. You're, you're completely fine. You don't get your assets, do not get touched, no marginal income tax increase, no corporate rate increase. So it's pretty good for rich people. But for the you know several hundred billionaires and people who make uber fortunes, this is going to be quite difficult. And, and you, again, you alluded to this. I don't understand how they do this in a way that makes sense. I just don't understand. And in a way that's constitutional. There is a serious argument about whether or not a wealth tax. And by the way, the working wealthy will avoid any hit from the Democrats uh, because they've they've done away with stepped up basis. They've done away with the the pass through elimination. They're looking at billionaires tax. And if they get away with it, they'll get applause from the Republicans for not screwing the people who are working and look on paper to be wealthy, but aren't because they, they don't realize their gains. They pass it on to their children in the form of farms and small businesses. Let me ask you, though, um, uh, uh, Jake Sherman, about those two votes, Manchin and Cinema. Do, do you hear if they are on board? Because I haven't seen Joe Manchin actually say yes to anything other than the infrastructure bill. And interestingly enough, last night of the six Republicans on the stage, only one State Senator Matt Dolan endorsed Rob Portman's negotiated infrastructure package. Five others said no. You know, I'm not sure that the Republicans could get 60 votes again because it hasn't really gone over well. I think McConnell did it as a tactic, but I I don't know if it survives this time around. Well, here's the interesting. Well, a few things. I don't know if it would get 60 again, and it's going to need some technical correction. It's going to need to go back to the Senate and 
in one way, shape, or form, but in the form of a technical corrections package, which would change them. We should write about this, but which would change some dates and some other things because this was passed so long ago. Don't know if it would get 60. It might just get folded into the reconciliation bill, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if they could do that. Then it only needs 50. That's why yeah, that's important. Only need 50. Yeah, listen, Cinema and Mansion are playing this very close to the desk. We wrote last week, man, the White House is focusing on Mansion. They see him as a more, uh, an easier broker on this stuff. And then they're just going to put the, a world of pressure on Cinema to come on board. That's their, their theory of the case. I think that Mansion will get there. I mean, Mansion, think about how much he's dragged this package in his direction. He's dragged it from three and a half to one and a half to two. He's gotten rid of tax increases. It's basically Joe Manchin's past package now. I mean, this isn't Bernie Sanders' package. There's no free community college. They've eliminated much of the Medicare expansion. This is a package that that Joe Manchin has driven the train on. I mean, and that's impressive for an individual senator. But in as Biden said, and Biden's right about this, as every single senator is a president right now. And every single senator could, could control the contours of this package. Now, but let me let me go back to the, the signal we got last night. Five of six well-funded Republican Senate candidates said no to the infrastructure side of it. And yeah. these are so they're campaigning on Rob Portman made a mistake. State Senator Matt Dolan, who's chair of appropriations for infrastructure in Ohio, is in favor of this because he said, I visited the roads and the bridges. He's like Rob Portman, center right. And so if the Republican Party has moved away from the compromise forged by Rob Portman and Mitch McConnell, can you imagine where they are now? And if if Glenn Youngkin wins, won't House Democrats say, oh, my gosh, what's going on in the countryside? Especially because because Terry McAuliffe is campaigning on Biden's agenda. (laughs) You know what I mean? That is the especially interesting thing. I, you know, I don't make much, to be honest. I, I, I hear your point on the Republicans campaigning against infrastructure, but I do think it's easy to say that on the campaign trail. It's easy to be no. Government's not popular, and government has done this. So I just tend to think that that's a good position for them to be in. Uh, Jake Sherman, just keep up the great reporting. I think if people go and subscribe to PunchbowlNews.com, they'll have a great starter pack every morning to listen to this show. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.